The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Practical spirituality. Positive messages. This is Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Learn the language of spirit. This is The Intuitive Life with Laura Wooster. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Intuitive Life, where we walk together and support each other on the path to becoming more spiritually aware, enlightened, and inspired. My name is Laura Wooster, and we will be taking your calls today. It's 816-251-3555. Again, it's 816-251-3555. And it's that time of the month. It's the first show of the month. And guess who's on? <laughs> I know a lot of you are already calling in because you know who's on. Um, and Hence is on. And I'll bring her on in just a moment. But I just want to mention um, Friday night, uh, I have an event online. And that's Spirit Messengers, an evening of mediumship with myself and John Holland and Lori Sheridan. And there's just a couple of seats left for that. I know we're pretty close to selling out um, on that event. So if you are interested, you just go to my website. It's laurawooster.com, L-A-U-R-A-W-O-O-S-T-E-R.com. So I want to bring my guest right on because I know you want to hear from her. Definitely, because she's always has something to teach us. Um, Tara Mess, our Tara Okay, let me start that again. Our tarot master, <laughs> Anne Hens. Hi, Anne. <laughs> Hi, Laura. I love it. <laughs> Sometimes you're just going to start over. And st- yeah. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, welcome just say back. it's that person. Here she is. It's that person. <laughs> It's always lovely to have you on because I always learn learn so much from you, and I've you know over the years I've always learned a lot from you about the tarot, and um, and I get so much feedback um, when you come on the show to say how much they love to hear you back on the air. So um, thank you for coming on and, and agreeing to be on every month. Well, thank you for having me. I uh, I really was sad, you know, when John's show um, uh, was taken away by Hay House, and well, the, all the live shows were. And so now it's great to be here, especially great with you. Uh, I love you to pieces and love talking tarot. So this is this is wonderful. Great, so glad. And and so um, I know that you have a lesson for for our listeners, and you also have cards that you pulled for our listeners as well for the month. I do. Want me to just jump into those now? Yeah, let's do that. Mm-hmm. Okie dokie. All right. So for everyone who is listening live, and for everyone who then will listen to the archives. I pulled these cards specifically for you. Um, so when we I'll go over them, then, you know, think about how they might apply you over the coming, <clears throat> excuse me, coming few weeks. Now, for this month, I'm using the Oak, Ash, and Thorn Tarot by Stephanie Burrows and Adam Olers, O-E-H-L-E-R-S. 
Um, it was a Kickstarter project, and I just loved the deck. The images are Wade Smith-based, so they're familiar in their form uh, or structure, I should say. But the deck is totally nature and animal-based. <clears throat> the suits are squirrels for cups. Their cups are little acorn caps. Ravens for swords. Hares for pentacles. And foxes for the fiery wands. Um, so I'm using this deck today, number one, because I love it. The images are just so darn sweet. Uh, and number two, because it will help illustrate our tarot tip for today. So let's start with that tarot tip for today. Um, work with more than one deck. Uh, it can be so useful to broaden your um, tarot knowledge base. Don't be intimidated by decks that might look different from what you're used to. Um, so when you get your first deck, you study those images and you read what the book has to say about them. You learn it, you get comfortable with it. But then when you get another deck, the imagery is maybe going to be a bit different or a lot different. Uh, the accompanying book will probably say mostly the same thing <clears throat> about a particular card. But it may also have a slightly different take on it as well, or the imagery might do that. Keep in mind, it doesn't have to be either or. Both interpretations are valid. The one from your first deck and the one from your second deck or your 40th deck. <laughs> no matter which deck you're currently using, use the interpretation that comes to mind when you turn over that card. Whether it pertains to the deck you're using or one of your others, whatever comes to mind when you turn over that card that's the interpretation that spirit wants you to use in the here and now. So let's see how this plays out in the cards that I, <clears throat> excuse me, that I pulled for today. First card for um, all of you wonderful listeners. Ten of Pentacles. Security and family matters. Look at the oak, ash, and thorn um, first. The message from this deck is this is a time to focus on family cohesiveness and security and when i say family i'm really talking family and friends your tribe expect the coming weeks to provide a feeling of satisfaction and abundance be close to those you love and who love you draw on them for any support you may need this is a time to look to a very positive future around family friends tribe now that interpretation was colored slightly by the fact that I'm using the oak, ash, and thorn tarot. How does the imagery differ from the standard Waitsmith? Okay. In the Waitsmith deck, we're, we're shown a family. But no one is looking at each other. They're all looking off in different directions. Yeah. They're sort of standing together in the same space, but they feel very separate and unaware of each other. So this is Ten of Pentacles. That card in the Waite Smith deck is more about the financial security. Now, in this really cuddly oak, ash, and thorn deck, and I'm looking at it again now. It's just so cute. Um, it's a family of hares and rabbits, and they're standing shoulder to shoulder with two of the three bunnies huddled in front of the parents and the other bunnies. 
Um, they're very obviously together. They're all looking out at us as a, as a group. They're aware of themselves as a family. They're presenting a united front. There's a nice warm sun behind them. And there are 10 pentacles laying on the ground in a circle, uh, kind of surrounding them in a protective way. Because of this imagery, the interpretation, um, it goes beyond the idea of the financial security that we see in the Waite-Smith deck and includes the idea of family unity, family and friends closeness and support and positive energy. And so I included that in the interpretation that I just gave. Um, Our other card, Ten of Cups, happiness and fulfillment. I found it interesting that we have another ten. Um, tens are the fullness of the suit. In the first instance, instance of the Ten of Pentacles, it was a, a fullness of security. In this instance, Ten of Cups, it's a fullness of contentment. So, the message from the Oak Ashenthorn Tarot. Um, this card suggests that it's a time to focus on your blessings. Be grateful for what you have. And know that this gratitude will bring even greater joys to you. This is also a family card. But it isn't about the security that we saw in the pentacles as much as it's about the love and caring in that family grouping. It's a reminder to celebrate and appreciate those you love and who love you. Now again, how does this image differ from the standard Waite Smith image? And how did it change my interpretation if it did? In the Waitsmith deck, we see a family rejoicing with each other and looking up at a rainbow of cups. Mm-hmm. In Oak Ash and Thorn, the imagery is that of a, a wonderful family of red squirrels sitting harmoniously on a branch and they're looking up at a warm sun. And above them is an arch of acorn caps, which represents the cups. Um, so in this case, the imagery is not so very different. And there was no need to change the interpretation. It was consistent with the more standard uh, Waitsmith interpretation. Um, So your cards for the next several weeks focus on security, contentment, gratitude, and love. And, you know, I do encourage you to experiment with um, many decks. It'll broaden your tarot knowledge base and give you different ways of looking at the various cards. Way fun. Oh, always fun. And that, that deck sounds darling, actually. The, uh, the Oak, Ash, and Thorn deck, is that what you said? Yep, Oak, Ash, and Thorn. Sounds lovely. I have to look that one up. <laughs> yeah. Wonderful. Okay. Great. And that's, um, you know, and the question that comes up around that often I find um, people, cause I, obviously, I always defer to you for, for Tarot knowledge because I'm still learning. I'm, I've got so much to learn about the Tarot. Um, but you know, every once in a while, I guess someone asks me, they they might not, they might have the Rider weight deck, which is the standard or a standard, mm-hmm. um, one of the standards of Tarot, and they might have a more modern deck that they you know was just created in the past few years, and they might get confused. They're like, well, I'm looking at at this card, which is the equal to this card in the Tarot in the traditional standard meaning. Um, and then they feel very differently about it, though. It, it just feels, it conjures up more um, intuitively a very different feeling, a very different perspective. Um, do you say to, they should go with that, or should they 
focus more on the standard colored by the intuitive sense about it? Um, I would say do do both. If your second deck is quite different, for example, um, in the standard weight uh, interpretation of the Knight of Cups, he's just standing there on his, sitting there on his horse. The horse has a foot raised. It may or may not step into the water, which is, you know, the element associated with that suit. But we're not sure if that knight is going to get involved in those emotions or not. And there are other decks. Oh, I can picture the image. I can't remember which deck it is, um, where the knight is galloping through splashing waves. And, you know, he's totally immersed in his, his element. And so if you go by the imagery, you're going to have two very different interpretations. Right. I recommend going with both of those and seeing um, which one wants to be used in a reading. For example, if I'm using the Waitsmith deck and I turn over the Knight of Cups, but the picture that I see is of this other deck where the knight is crashing into the water and you know, joyously in his element, I am going to bring that interpretation um, into my reading, that this knight is moving forward into his emotions and so on, whatever the question is. Mm-hmm. So learn the various differences and then be ready to use whatever interpretation comes to mind when you turn a card over, no matter which deck you're using. Beautiful. So so when you're saying the, the image that you see, you're seeing this clairvoyantly in your mind's eye, your intuition Correct. is telling you to refer yep. to the next, to the one that you're yeah, the one that preceded it. Okay, got it. All right, because I also make that clear. Some people wonder, what do you mean by that? That's that's when you know, this is where the your intuitive sense comes in, and paying attention to your clairvoyance and and the sense of um, of what something might be as well. So awesome, good advice. And um, the other thing too, um, I wanted oh I wanted to mention as well because I know that we have a lot of tarot students that listen when you come on, and this, people are always looking for. Um, ways to learn more about the tarot. Um, so you have a class coming up on Saturday. I do. It's my monthly tarot studies, and it is not a, a beginner's class, so we don't cover the basics, but any level student, even a brand new person, is welcome to join because we do practice exercises. We talk about the cards. We might compare cards. We might do readings for each other, do practice readings that I come up with. Um, it's really a practice, practice, practice session. It's way fun. And even students who don't know all that much, um, who decide to join, they have a good time and they, you know, they pick up what they can. And I've had students, um, say, you know, I need to keep coming back to this because I'm learning every class. I learn something new. So yeah, it's really fun. Everyone is welcome. It's through circles of wisdom. It's a zoom class online. So if you're not local, this class is for you. Um, so, you know, please join us. Way fun. Yeah, and you, you make it super fun to learn the tarot. So <laughs> highly recommend uh, anybody who's, who's interested in that to join to join her, her class. And that's once a month, right? Correct. Awesome. Very cool. Very good. And one last thing, because I know we might have people who haven't, this might be their first time listening um, about, you know, and they might be interested in the tarot. What's um, I know we mentioned this before, but I just want to bring it up again. Is like someone just gets their first deck, like they've got maybe they picked up the Rider Waite, or they picked up one that really called to them because they love the colors or the imagery. What's the first thing that you would recommend to them so they don't get overwhelmed? 
<sighs> okay, short of you know taking a beginner's taking class, class somewhere exactly. or, or with me, right. um, I would sit with the deck and tr- hopefully give yourself you know half an hour to sit with the deck and go through every card and just look at the first card. It will likely be the fool card. Um, look at it. See what it feels like. Um, what is the fool doing? Does the fool have a cliff that he's going to jump or she's going to jump off of? Is there a little dog or a companion animal? Just get a feel for that card. Put it down. Look at the next card. It will be the magician. What is the magician doing? Does the magician have a table, an altar? Does the magician have symbols of all the four suits, which is traditional, or is this slightly different? Get to know the imagery of each card. Um, even before you pick up the book or the little white book, just look at the pictures and see what is happening in that picture and go through all 78 cards. And then I would um, not try and read the book straight through. I mean, some people do, and you certainly can, but I know when I get a new deck, I want to start playing with it. Yeah. Um, so then once you've sat and calmly and quietly looked at each of those pictures, um, then I would not just shuffle the deck. If it's a deck that has never been shuffled, what I, I recommend is to really randomize the deck, is to take the first card and put it down, take the next card and put it down next to it, uh, so that you have like seven piles. And then take the next card, start on the first pile again, second pile, second pile, so that you, you're putting the cards out in seven piles, and then pick up the piles uh, the first one, the third one, the fifth one, et cetera, so that you're really getting those cards randomized and then shuffle them well. Now you've got a good solid um, shuffled deck and then work with them, pull a card a day. Nice. Say, okay, what, what this morning, pull a card, what card will have significance for me today? Fan out the deck, you've shuffled it, fan out the deck, pick a card, look at the imagery, read what the book has to say about it, and then set it up somewhere where you can um, see it throughout the day or at the end of the day. But if you only do one card a day, you're still absorbing the tarot um, information. Right, exactly. Good advice. And and have patience, too, because um, some people feel like they, they need to be able to understand the whole process overnight, and you don't. It's, I mean, I, I'm still learning. I've been using cards for... 15, 16 years now, and I'm still learning. And I'm sure that even though you've been doing for decades, I'm sure you're still learning as well. I totally am still learning. I, I learn something new every monthly class that I teach because my yeah. students bring their own perspective to certain yeah. cards. It's, uh, so, yeah, it's, it's a never-ending process. It's wonderful. Yeah, yeah. So just um, just get used to, to being inquisitive and just keep learning and know that you'll never – fully fully master it and you'll always be learning and, and just have patience so and it's, yep. it's worthwhile it definitely is um great so we've got some callers so um and we do have some space uh for anybody who would like to get in the queue and that's 816-251-3555 if you have any questions about um the tarot um, maybe you're learning about the tarot you have a new deck and you just want some guidance or if you have a question that you'd like Ian to look at in the cards for you um, definitely call 816-251-3555 um, but we do have some people in the queue and i'm going to bring them right up here let's see let's go to um joan hello joan hello 
telling you to refer it to the oh, next. You want to put your... Joan on hold. Okay, let's try that. Okay, <laughs> let's go to Mary instead for now. Hello, Mary. Hi there. How are you? Hi. Both. Good. Welcome. Hey, thank welcome. you so much. This is my first time, um, oh. so I'm glad I found you both. I do have a question uh, regarding a career path. I am in a I am in a job right now, but I would like to do something uh, a little different. I'm not sure what you see for me that way, and I'm not sure if my personal life is impeding me from moving forward to, with this. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. All right, so let's so, see. Well, okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, Mary, do you have um, a different field that you're interested in? I would like to work for myself, to be honest with you. Okay. And do you have, um, like, a business idea that you would put into effect? Not wholeheartedly i think i would like to sell something but i I don't know what that looks like so that's the part that i'm not as clear about Hmm. you definitely have an entrepreneurial thing going on around you (laughs) i'm not surprised that you want to have your own business all right and i'm sorry so no it's fine um what I'm doing is looking at the energy around you starting a business of some sort. The tarot is not going to tell you what the business should be because that's going to have to be, you know, what are your, what do you know about? What are you interested in? What would be fun for you? But we can look at the energy around you're doing something like this, selling something, being in business for yourself. Okay. So let's see what we get here. <laughs> okay, this is pretty cool. Um, and it leaves us still with that question, but I have five cards. I have one in the center, and then I put four um, sort of at the four corners. Um, card in the center is our focus, and you got the emperor. So the emperor is um, great for business, much like the kings and queens would be. Emperor's in charge. Emperor's in control. He um, knows what he's doing. He's, he's solid. So this would suggest um, that this might be something that you would like to consider. I look at the cards around it, and I'm, I'm also encouraged. We have only one that we can talk about a little bit. Page of Swords is here. Page of Swords is about new ideas of what to do and where to go, and the page is um, ready to take that step. Um, Knight of Wands follows our page. The knight is a little more active. He's a little more involved um, and evolved. Knight of Wands uh, moves at a very good pace. He's not reckless. He's not too slow. He's a very successful forward-moving knight. Now, the card that comes next is the one that sort of shows where you are right now. It's the Two of Swords. And this is Spirit saying, yep, we're seeing some good energy around doing something like this. Um, but it's important to do your research, do your homework, um, really get out there and explore all of the possibilities and how things might work. Um, but if you will do that um, due diligence, then our final card is the Ten of Pentacles. Um, Ten of Pentacles, fullness, ten of the suit of uh, income, career, physical. So, 
this spread would suggest that, you know, this might be something that you want to explore, uh, could be successful, not something to be undertaken lightly, you know, do your homework, uh, figure out what it is that, you know, where's your passion? What would you like to sell? What would be fun for you to sell? And how would you structure your business? So do all of that work before you make, uh, take a big step. But otherwise, the energy looks pretty darn good. Okay. Now, does my personal life impede any of this? Um, why do you ask that? Uh, just curious. Just, uh, I mean, I, I have a family, so. Yeah, that's what I was know, seeing around you is the responsibilities that you already have on your plate. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's see what I, I know what my answer is, but let's see what Ann says. <laughs> let's see. Okay. Okay, so um three of wands, nine of swords, seven of wands. This would um suggest that maybe now is a time to explore. That would be the um, excuse me, the three of wands. You know, explore, see what's out there, play with the ideas. Um, do that um, research um, and get a, get a good idea of what is possible. But the Nine of Swords, um, especially in this deck, does reflect um, certain responsibilities that may constrain you a little bit. And the Seven of Wands is a card of struggle a little bit, of needing to stay on top and and deal with everything that needs to be done uh, in order to still be successful in all of these areas. So this would suggest that, yeah, probably there are some issues that would have to be worked through um, with your current responsibilities. Um, and maybe they need to be dealt with first or, or you know, on, up to a time that they are no longer responsibilities, but now may still be a good time to, to do that exploring and, and play with the idea and see what's out there. Do you both feel the same? I feel the same way, exactly. It's just taking, you know, taking those um, those steps to kind of, you can do the homework now to set up the foundation for the work going for, you know, when when, it, when the time is right, but also recognizing what's what you you're capable of doing and what you can do. I, I don't see an absolute no on this. That's the thing. It's just being very aware of what what um, what you're able to do in the in the time that you have and and the the energy that you have. Now, do you um, think somebody will come oh, to me hold, with a proposal, or would I? Oh, hold on one second. We're gonna go. We're gonna go to the break. We'll be right back, Mary. If you just hold on, just okay, two, sure. like two minutes. Thanks. You're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome back to The Intuitive Life with Laura Wooster. 
Hey everyone, welcome back. And I'm here with my dear friend and colleague, tarot master Anne Hentz. And just before the break, we were talking with Mary about a potential of starting a business. And so we'll continue on with um, with that conversation. So, and um, Mary, so you had mentioned um, you wanted to know if someone was going to come in to help you with this. And Anne and I were chatting over the break. So go ahead, Anne, if you want to share what we were talking okay, about. Okay, sure. Um, <clears throat> I, my goodness, um, I pulled four more cards and I, I find them interesting. Uh, the first one was the fool. The fool is suggesting to me that you probably will need to be the, um, the initiator. You know, the fool just jumps and does, does, does the fool starts, the fool goes. Um, and then we have the crescent moon which it's a, it's a lunar card. It's not the moon card in the standard tarot. It's a crescent moon, which means you're at the very beginning of this process. It's not really ready to manifest, which would be the full moon yet. Um, but the process is, you know, just beginning, beginning. Now, followed by King of Pentacles. This suggested to me where it's a king already. It's not a page. It's not a knight. The king is already established. This suggests to me that when the time feels right and you have um, started to work on this new business, I think you may find someone um, steps in to assist you in some way. And what I found very interesting is the final card is that Knight of Wands, which is what we saw in the first five cards that I pulled for you. Knight of Wands, it's as if you initiate and after some period of time, Someone appears to give you an assist, allowing you to be your knight of wands and um, jump on your horse, or in this case, a white stag, and uh, move forward with this business. But I think the initiation will come from you. And Laura, what have you got? Oh, did I have her on hold? Oh, there we go. Sorry about that. <laughs> Sorry, Mary. You're probably talking. You're like, why can't <laughs> <That's okay. laughs> Sorry. Sometimes it's better because be it forces you to listen. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> okay, that sounds great. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yes. I think it's exciting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and, and a lot of it is is you setting the foundation for it, putting the momentum into it, and the blood, sweat, and tears first. Um, okay. Before someone else steps in, but you don't have any idea what what it is that you want to do. I don't. You know, I've gone from working more as in the healing aspect of uh, women who've been um, cheated on and um, just uh, support that way to selling things online. Like it's two different, two different things. Totally. Um, well, it feels definitely very whatever whatever it is. It feels nurturing in some way, some way where you where you are helping people. But that that can cover so many different things. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it, as long as it has that aspect of feeling like you're somehow nurturing people in some way or heal, helping people to um, celebrate or to be better, you know, to to bring themselves um, their their full their fullest um, potential. You know, any of these things. Um, could be could fulfill that for you. So yeah, it's just a matter of like, like what's the vehicle for that? You know, what is it well, that, that you want to do? That's it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Totally. It's like you don't want to mm-hmm. make a mistake. But I think part of what Anne said at the beginning too is just believing in myself and not, you know, letting the voices interrupt yeah. a little too much. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but you'll find, I think if you sit with it for a while and just kind of get, you know, get a notebook and just start playing with ideas of, of like, okay, if I do this type of business, what would I call it? Um, what would, what would my day look like? Mm-hmm. Um, what would, what would it, um, you know, what, what would my client look like? Or what would they, what would they be looking for? you know, from me, if I did this, if I, and then, then look at, go to a completely different type of um, business and say, okay, what would that look like? Um, And just, just play with it for the next few months or so, and just see what arises from that. And you might start to feel like something has a little bit more energy than, than the other, and it starts to come to life. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much to both of you. Have a great day. You too. Bye. 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 Okay. I know it's kind of hard when you know that like there's a sense of something you want to do, but what do you do with it? Yep. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Absolutely. So let's go to, I think I'm, I hope I'm pronouncing your name correctly. Um, Gaia? Hello. Hi. Am I saying your name correctly, Gaia? Hi. You, yes, you nailed it. Big fans of both of you ladies and the tarot goddess. (laughs) <laughs> thanks for calling in yeah we all love Anne. <laughs> yeah and you're doing great too laura um so oh, my question was um about six weeks ago i had a really unusual and um dramatic flare-up with my rheumatoid arthritis so i couldn't walk and my hands curled so i had to quit my corporate job which was okay because it wasn't a really good fit so now I'm kind of wondering what it is. I don't want to go into disability, and that's it. Um, I just, you know, what can I do with myself? Um, I've done like a little mediumship, and I write on the side. I don't know if that's going to be enough to do, you know, as a career, I guess I could say. Okay. All right. Let's see what Anne has to say. Thank you. Thank you so much. Why do, why do I feel like there's a little bit of a relief that you got let go from this job? <laughs> it was a bad fit. It was very detailed. <laughs> <laughs> you know. It was very detailed, really? very corporate. You feel like, oh. Yeah, I was just saying, oh, like, whew, <laughs> finally. <laughs> I do. I mean, I miss the paychecks. But yeah, it's, it was, yeah, it was yeah. nice to have a I'm sure that I'm sure the body was telling me. Yeah to run even though I was crawling I was running <laughs> mm. <laughs> ready. okay so this is this is cool let me um all right the cards that I have now card in the center focus card is the um the new moon which is a car a moon of banishing as you now begin to build on the full moon of man- the next full moon of manifestation. So when I turned that over, I smiled and, and you know I was listening to what Laura was saying about relief. Um, it feels as if you are. Um, I don't want to say exactly where you need to be or should be because I don't believe in needs, shoulds, and musts. But mm-hmm. I think with this new moon card, spirit is saying, "Yep, this is a good thing. Let that okay. go. That's mm-hmm. good. This is your time for letting that go." Um, on the left, the, the four cards that are around are really presenting in two columns. The left column, we have the strength card um, okay. and the high priestess. Okay. So this is spirit saying, you know, I'm sure that, um, you know, paycheck is not there now and structure is not there now. And it's probably a little unsettling, but um, you have what it takes to now move yourself forward. The strength card is speaking to your core 
strength and your ability to say, hmm, okay, what next now? And the high priestess, high priestess um, is asking you to really listen to your gut now. Corporate world, not so much. I was there, did that. Um, okay. But, you know, listen to your intuition now. And what does your heart say? And what does your, your mind, and not your mind so much, but your intuition say um, about what you do next and how you do it? The column on the other side, uh, King of Pentacles is here. This suggests to me that you will be able to um, carve out a new situation for yourself where you have what you need as far as income. Um, okay. But what's sitting under it? Got to watch this one. This is, this is tricky. I almost fell into this trap too. It's that Seven of Swords. Seven of Swords is, uh, well, first of all, swords are about our beliefs, our mind. Also mm-hmm. about communication, but the Seven of Swords is saying to you, I mean, it's sitting right under the King of Pentacles. Um, don't let your mind slash ego slash fears um, subvert who you really want to be now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess an example of that is when I took early retirement uh, from the corporate world, I mm-hmm. fully intended to then apply for another job as a technical writer, which I didn't like all that much, but I figured, well, that's what I'll do. I'll leave this one and I'll... And um, after my first summer off, I, I was totally diverted by spirit into something else. Uh, mm-hmm. and so it saved me from myself. So be careful about letting your mind tell you what you should do because it's safe. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. make sure that you listen to your high priestess who says, mm-hmm. I don't want to fall back into that um, okay. because it feels like you will be able to have what what you need. Okay. I love that. Thank you. Well, Very good. Awesome. Excellent. So, so the healing work, the mediumship, um, the things that you mentioned before um, when you asked the question, is that something maybe you want to spend some time focusing on? Um, yeah, that mediumship and the writing. I love those things. You know, I just, um, and I, you inspire me so much with your mediumship. You're so, you know, I hope you have a, a course down the road, too, like John does. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, <thank you. laughs> yeah, I would love to go into those, um, you know, those fields, and that would be great. Yeah, so this is, I think it's definitely a time for ex- exploration. Doesn't mean it, you okay. you um you don't go back to the corporate world, but but you know where where's your heart going to be the most? You know where are you going to spend a lot of your time? You know, but okay. and uh, yeah. So um, I think it's a, sometimes when when we lose our job, it's a little bit of a gift to say, okay, who are you really? Mm. Oh, I like that. Okay. Focus on that. You know. Well, thank you, thank you, ladies. I love that. Yes, a lot, a lot, a lot. It's beautiful messages so thank you so much great thank you gaia i love your name by the way it's beautiful <laughs> oh thank you dear. okay thank you both so take much care. We'll you take care have a good one take care bye-bye. bye-bye okay let's see um let me see was... okay let me go to carol hi carol hi hi how are you i'm good i'm surprised i was anticipating this <laughs> this is the first time I think I've ever called into a, a program. So, really, 
Yeah, not so bad, is it? <laughs> it's a little scary, but... <laughs> well, we're, we're honored that you chose us. Yes. Oh, well, I'm honored to be listened to here. Um, I, I, I Actually, you kind of... I felt like you were speaking to me a bit uh, in the previous uh, reading. I, um, I was introduced to the spiritual world um, early on uh, as a child and uh, was interested in it, but one thing or another kind of held me back. And um, so in the mid-80s, I'm 71 now and retired, and in the mid-80s, I had a, what I called an energy experience before I realized that I had accidentally, inadvertently, uh, had a full-fledged kundalini experience and it was very frightening because we didn't have google then or anything (laughs) like that (laughs) what the heck's going on with me but um anyway so long story short at the time i was not in a good place emotionally and um was very tentative and so the subsequent experiences i had were quite frightening, and I felt like they were, looking back, kind of a low vibration and so on. Um, So I kind of, again, led the scene, (laughs) and that's kind of been my my experience through the years, and yet I keep getting drawn back to it, and, you know, I did take like a tarot class years ago, and I've uh, studied Reiki and did that for a while and I keep dipping my toe <laughs> but I, I know a lot of the problem is is, is just fear based and um, so now I've started again on this journey um, okay. it's been a couple of weeks now and I feel really good but again the you know the ego uh, I should say I'm also surrounded by siblings who I love and adore uh, but they're all very conservative Christians, and so it's not something I can share with my family. I tried that once, and it was a, a disaster. <laughs> yeah, it happens quite often with people. Yeah. So anyway, and now with the pandemic going on, it's been wonderful for introspection, but at the same time, I uh, haven't been able to really socialize, so I've been pretty isolated you know, finding my about, you know, the family. internet, you know, like we didn't, you didn't have it in the, you know, back in the 1980s, but, right. um, I mean, what's good about the internet is you can find your tribe online now, which has been phenomenal for a lot of people who through the pandemic. So there's yeah. lots of people out there. So, um, so what is your, are you looking for guidance on your spiritual path now or? Yes, I just, you know, I, Again, and I feel like, um, you know, I'm 71. Is it too late to make a difference? I mean, I know I know it isn't, but, but you know, my little mind gets in the way and says, you know. So I, I, and I've also, I had a, uh, I studied art, and okay, I'm wondering what, if I let's can. Let's see what Ann has to say, because I, I know she's okay. looking at her card saying, I know I've got something to say. So hold on one second. Oh, wonderful. What... Okay. Yeah. All righty. So let's see what we have here. Okay. You know, it's really interesting too. I I picked three cards for you, Carol, and uh, one is the shadow card. 
and one's the crown chakra and one's the base chakra card, which I think is fascinating that those three cards oh. come up for you. But we That's will talk about it. <laughs> Let's see what Anne has to say. Okay. Um, so these cards are absolutely beautiful. Spirit is um, giving you a, a high five and a you go girl. Um, our focus card is two of worlds. This is a partnership. The two is a partnership with um, this new path that you're embracing once again um, from a, a better perspective than years ago. The two cards sitting underneath it, Child of Crystal's Learner and Major Arcana Balance. So Spirit is saying, you know, uh, so much to learn out there, so much to explore. Um, play with all of these things that you're interested in. And I say play with them because it's a child of Crystal's learner. Um, we learn best when we're having a good time. So take your adult hat off, put your child hat on and say, wow, look at all these cool things. I'm going to explore the pendulum. I'm going to explore more mediumship. I'm going to explore the tarot. I'm going to explore oracle cards. You know, all of those things. I'm going to explore more Reiki. Um, sound healing is awesome. Um, so allow yourself to play in this wonderful um, metaphysical sandbox, if you will. And I think you will find that it brings wonderful balance to your life. Now, more cards are sitting here. Universe. Universe is saying that everything is ready to fall into place for you right now around this, this path. And if you will simply uh, abandon yourself with joy to exploring this and working with this in whatever way feels right to you, your outcome cards, the sun. The sun is magical, mystical, strong, positive, confident, courageous, all of that cool stuff. That's one of your outcome cards. Your yeah. other outcome card is Sage of Crystals, Knower. Sages are the most evolved of the court cards. Um, and I believe that through further exploration, um, Spirit is saying you will come to find that you are, in fact, an old soul. And this will come back naturally to you. And things will become, will feel more familiar to you than they should if you were just starting out fresh with them. Um, so, you know, enjoy this um, path, experiment, play, um, and recognize that your old soulness will, will manifest. And um, mm -hmm. the wonderful courage confidence of the sun card will also manifest. This is great. <laughs> Go for it. Oh, I'm overwhelmed. That sounds wonderful. <laughs> oh, and you know when you say, is, is it too late to make a difference? Think of the, um, think of how much, I know, let me show you an example that just happened. We can make a difference by one sentence. We can make a difference by one smile to a person who happens to need it and we don't even know it. Yeah. Um, we have a neighbor who, who's moving in today. I have no idea who she is. My first look at her was about, you know, maybe two hours ago, and I saw her coming down the stairs, and there were movers. And I thought, I, I just want to say hi. So I poked my head outside the door, and I said, hi, are you our new neighbor? And she smiled, and she said, yes, I am. She said, I'm Jen. And I smiled back and I said, hi, I'm Anne. And I pointed to her door and I said, welcome home. Huh. And, you know, yeah. I'm sure that made her feel wonderful. 
So I made a difference there with just a smile and a, and a, a few words. So, yeah, I think it's a big difference that you can make with this other stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. Wonderful. Thank you so much. You've made my day, my year. Oh, <laughs> and excellent. All, and all. <laughs> um, yeah, oh, that's, that's wonderful. Great. Thank you. Excellent. Yeah, it's so funny because the card that I, I, you know, I pulled the shadow card um, and the crown chakra card and the base chakra card. So it's funny you mentioned the Kundalini awakening that you had back in the '80s and everything. And but the shadow mm. card is about facing your fears and, and doing it anyways. You know. So yeah, this looks yeah. really I good. Knew. I knew my life has been really fear-based for quite some time, and, you know, <laughs> sorry, I'm getting emotional. Awesome. Aww. Know that we're sending you hugs. Thank you. Right back at you. <laughs> Thank you. We're so glad you called today, Carol. I'm glad that you're, we're, we're your first people that you called. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm delighted. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Thanks All right. so much. Thanks for calling in. Bye-bye. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. And I'd love to be your neighbor. I think that'd be awesome. Like, welcome home. <laughs> 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 but that's just the way you, that's who you are, Anne. That's just, you're just so open and welcoming and lovely. So. Well, thank you. So you. Um <laughs> Okay, so we've got, uh, let me see, we might have enough time to bring Joan in, but when I tried to bring Joan in earlier, there was something else going on, <laughs> so we'll okay. we'll give it a shot. Joan. Hi. Hi, hi. We've only got like maybe two minutes, so. Yeah, I have a quick question. Is there anything in the tarot about my health issues? Okay. Uh, yeah, can you define that? Because tarot's not a good vehicle for health. Yeah. What is your actual oh. Okay, um, uh, thyroid issues in particular. Yeah, but what would your question be about it? Um, okay, maybe I'd better do a different question. I'll have a lot of time. Um, okay, just uh, anything you want to say since we're running out of time. Um, okay. Now, let's see what we have here. I'm going to pull three guidance cards for whatever will make the most. Okay, three guidance cards from Spirit. Woman of Worlds Preserver, this is a reminder to take good care of you. And I don't mean, you know, eat right and exercise and all that boring stuff. Um, Do what makes you happy because you deserve to be happy. Um, Sage of Worlds Master, you are wiser than you know. Um, Try and honor and acknowledge that no matter what your um, your little monkey mind, little voice tells you, you are wiser than you know. Ace of world success. You um, deserve success, and if you will focus on it and welcome it, and again, that sense of I deserve success, um, success will be yours. So I'm feeling like if you can watch your beliefs and really honor yourself and all that you deserve, then things uh, will shift for you in, into a, a, a beautiful way. Okay. And to, and to segue from that, because, you know, seeing that you deserve, you know, what is it that you deserve? Um, have you been, ha- is there something nagging in the back of your mind about maybe talking to a different specialist? With- 
has that been nagging you for a bit and you're just kind of wondering if you yeah i have i went to a functional doctor who's a very expensive no insurance coverage i think he might be able to help me but i find him arrogant and I've had a lot of issues. I can't get a straight answer on how much the treatment would cost. And I don't know if I should, you know, I've already spent a lot of money and I haven't really improved. And I'm not sure if I should pursue it. You know, I put them on hold for right now for a couple months. But I'm not sure if it's the right person, you know, for me to go to for medical treatment. Yeah, I was just seeing this little nagging thing in the background. It's kind of like something doesn't feel quite right. Exactly. Um, yeah, so I, I would, I would, I mean, you can't go wrong with getting too much advice, at least for the, I mean, and as long as you're not taking all of the advice. But you know what I mean? As far as maybe looking for, uh, listening to somebody else as well as this, as this one, and just seeing if, if what feels right to you. Right. This, that's exactly the the dilemma. I, there's another doctor that I may pursue some different treatment with. Unfortunately, they may not be doing it for at least a couple months because of COVID. Mm. But I'm leaning towards going to that first that doctor, right. at least trying that first. Yeah, I'm seeing just if you, if you just need a little more information, and I think you'll start to get your answers about what what you're looking for or what what direction to go in. So yeah, yeah and I just pulled nagging. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. I pulled a hermit card on that, and the hermit card is a seeker. Um, so it would seem like, yeah, continuing to, to look to gain more information to seek yes. uh, may be helpful. Exactly. Okay. And, that, and you deserve it, just like Ann said at the beginning, at the first part of the reading, that you deserve that. All right. So even someone doesn't yeah. seem like they're, they're working in your, the best, in your best, you know, best favor, then to go look for that. Yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Joan. All right. Okay, thank you. Thanks for holding. Thank you, Anne. We'll see you again on the first uh, Monday of uh, May. Hard to believe. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> okay, thanks, Laura. Bye, everyone. Thanks, everyone. Have a great week. Thanks for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. We talk to the animals and we know you can too. On the Animal Communication Podcast hosted by the three of us, myself, Julie Heert, Karen Dendy-Smith, and Meredith Tolleson. We will show you how to deepen your relationship with your beloved animal companions, whether they're alive or in spirit. As soul-level animal communicators, we explain the process and explore topics such as health, behavior, and play, all from the animal's perspective. So subscribe and follow us on Apple, Spotify, and listen as part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network.